0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important
1: issues. Biden administration announces no pay for troops who want religious exemptions. Canadian activists is found not guilty of hate speech in Canada. And Dr. Anthony Harper covers the White House boycott of the Olympics, really? and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. The Biden administration has announced a ban of payment to National Guard troops in various states, cannot do drill pay if you don't get the vaccine. And that includes anyone who wants a religious exemption is now going to have their pay withheld by President Biden and the Pentagon. Liberty Council reports that they're doing this despite a federal judge, Stephen Meridae has ordered each branch of the military to file detailed reports every 14 days beginning on January 7th, concerning the religious accommodations which have not yet been granted to any of our troops, concerning their religious objection to any vaccine mandate. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin continues to threaten now to withhold payment for their duties. A deadline to be vaccinated for Air Force reservists, for example, weekend warriors who drill once a month in their hometown, that deadline has already passed on December 2nd. Air National Guard is coming up on December 31st. However, individual commanders and various units are now imposing their own earlier deadlines. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin sent a memorandum on November 30th directed at members of the National Guard and Ready Reserve that stated the following, quote, no Department of Defense funding may be allocated for payment of duties performed under Title 32 for members of the National Guard who do not comply with the Department of Defense COVID-19 vaccination requirements. No credit or excused absence shall be afforded to members who do not participate in drills, training, or other duty due to failure to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19." End quote. So there it is, no payment unless you get the vaccine. On December 1st, a Florida Army National Guard Sergeant and fellow service member was called into a briefing and informed that soldiers who were not quote, Fully vaccinated by December 15th would be terminated as of December 16th, end quote. Can you be fired from the Florida Guard? Well, two days later, that sergeant was ordered to attend a battalion meeting where attendees were informed that more than 75% of his battalion was unvaccinated. In other words, they're gonna fire most of the Florida Guard. That sergeant was then immediately sent to counseling where the chain of command attempted to influence her to abandon her religious beliefs concerning not receiving the COVID shot. The commander told her that any attempt at a religious exemption was futile because without the shot she would lose her job and all of her benefits, including access to VA loans and GI Bill benefits. There is a lawsuit going forward uh, Liberty Council is helping in Navy Seal One versus Biden. That's the case. And Judge Meriday wrote that the military plaintiffs claim that the accommodation process is a ruse is quite plausible under the Federal Religious Freedom Restoration Act because the reports filed by military branches and thus far not one of the 16,643 requests for religious accommodation have been granted. In fact, hundreds of religious accommodations have been been denied at the very first stage, including one denied at the appeal stage in November. That's the news, our thanks to Matt Staver and Liberty Counsel for that report. Uh, Again, we've repeatedly said on this show, we will stand for religious freedom. I personally don't have a religious objection to the vaccine, but we will defend your right, right? There are three major denominations who have always objected to all vaccines, dating back tens or hundreds of years. They are the Dutch Reformed, the Christian Science, and Muslims have historically objected to all vaccines because of their religion. Now the military is saying no religious exemption for any of you? And we're gonna fire you and withhold your pay? The Biden administration is breaking the constitution in order to enforce their overbearing mandates. The Bible says this in first Timothy five, they're also violating this scripture. You shall not muzzle an ox while it is treading out the grain and the laborer is worthy of his wages. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray in Jesus name for our troops, our soldiers, sailors, airmen, Marines, uh, coast guardsmen and guardians that you would give them the same religious freedom and the same constitutional rights and the first amendment rights that they fight to give to others. God, we lift up all of our troops. We pray they are safe, and yet we pray their liberty is protected. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, a Christian activist is found not guilty of hate speech in Canada.
2: This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
3: Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow. Retailers and shopping channels have canceled myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. To thank you all this Christmas, we wanna pass the savings directly onto you. At My Pillow, we have hundreds of products, including my new slippers, bathrobes, sleepwear, mattresses, towels, and so much more. These are the best gifts ever for the best prices ever. This Christmas, I wanna offer a message of faith and hope. By the time you're done reading my book, you will believe that with God, all things are possible. For a limited time, you can get my book and your choice of one of these seven amazing My Pillows. This bundle is regularly $59.95, now just $9.98 with your promo code. So go to mypillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1 800 number below to receive this exclusive offer. Thank you and God bless. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell and I'm here to tell you about my brand new product, My Slippers.
0: Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Our next story is from Mass Resistance. And Brian Kameker, our friends at Mass Resistance report. Good news, a Christian activist, Bill Watcott, who's been a guest on our show, has been found not guilty of hate speech in Canada. Bill Watcott was put on trial, an extensive 10-day trial in a Canadian courtroom after he was passing out Bible flyers at a gay pride parade in Canada. In fact, he was being pressured, enormous effort and expense by the Canadian government for five years and also accused by the LGBT movement until he was finally arrested to be convicted and they wanted him punished, but now he has been declared not guilty. Last week, Judge Robert Goldstein convened his courtroom in Toronto and read aloud his prepared uh, statement, his finding as a judge, outlining the reasons for his finding and announcing the not guilty verdict. It took the judge over an hour to read his judgment to the court. That full finding is gonna be available soon with footnotes but it concerned a case at a 2016 Toronto gay pride parade where Christian activists attended the parade to pass out gospel tracts and try to save souls for Jesus. And Bill Watcott and some other friends who had dressed up as green gay zombie costumes, they marched in the parade and they passed out gospel pamphlets to the crowd containing religious messages and warnings against the dangers of homosexual sex. The attorney general of Ottawa, or the crown, acting as if he is representing the queen, who of course doesn't know anything about this, but the crown charged that the pamphlet consisted of hate speech and therefore they were seeking an 18 month prison term for bill. This is not a private lawsuit by offended gays. This is the government coming after a Christian for passing out gospel tracts. Luckily, Bill Watcott, our friend, was represented by Josh Rosen, widely considered the most prominent criminal defense attorney in Canada. And finally, the judge ruled in Bill's favor. The decision includes a grueling eight concludes a grueling eight-day trial that happened in October, and the judge had to determine whether or not the contents of the flyer actually constituted hate speech. They're parsing the words in Canada. During the trial, the Crown, the prosecutors, brought in an infectious disease physician to argue that the flyer's medical statistics were wrong. But the defense attorney, Rosen, brought in a Christian professor of theology and ethics at McGill University to parse the words of the flyer that was passed out to show that actual Bible verses and the concepts in the flyer were theologically Christian and legitimate. The theology professor was very persuasive that the Flyers' incorporation of religious elements was basically in line with the Christian understanding. You know, the Bible, you know, like the state religion of England, which oversees Canada. The queen herself had shared these religious views, but the crown disagreed. The the, the prosecuting attorney was trying to punch holes in that theory. And finally, the judge ruled in favor of the Christian activists. He observed that the instrument truly intending to promote, quote, hatred against gays, that was what, you can see a picture of it, right? It looks like a little uh, condom handout, but when you when you tear it open, there's no condom inside. Instead, <laughs> there is a Christian flyer. Uh, anyway, the, that that hatred against gays would not be distributed to people at the gay pride event, Uh, Instead, it was distributed to anybody on the sidewalk who happened to be walking by. Finally, the judge referred to the flyer as obnoxious and offensive, but there was enough reasonable doubt and he said it did not constitute hate speech in the legal sense as defined by Canadian law. Therefore, the flyer is not hate speech and Bill Watcott is not guilty. That's the news, our thanks to uh, mass resistance for that report. Listen, what they're trying to do now is silence the prophets. They are trying to say to you, the Christians, don't talk about these issues, don't quote the Bible. You can't use the public sidewalk. Uh, Anything you say from the Bible is hateful, and therefore we're gonna come after you and punish you. This is the demonic spirit of persecution inside the crown, not just the confused people who are marching in the streets. But when they come after Christians, and the government says, you must be accountable for hate speech, we have a right to defend ourselves. And thank God that attorney Rosen and Bill Whatcott did prevail in this trial. Here's what the Bible says in Isaiah 30. The, the persecutors, right? They, those who say to the seers, do not see. And they say to the prophets, do not prophesy to us right things, speak to us smooth things, prophesy deceits. That, my friends, is how they're gonna come after you. I wanna take a short break. When we come back, we're gonna have uh, Dr. Anthony Harper from the White House. Is the Biden administration doing a real boycott of the Olympics? You'll find out.
0: Giving you a megaphone in Washington, DC. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: If you've been following the LGBTQ agenda, There is now a radical program to take away freedom from Christians like you. In fact, they're trying to pass an unconstitutional law now. It's misnamed as the Equality Act, but it's really inequality for Christians. And it punishes people like Jack Phillips, the baker who didn't wanna participate in gay weddings, and florists and photographers. It also forces co-ed bathrooms on every business owner in America. You could lose your business if you don't let men into the ladies' restroom. It violates the privacy and safety of women, forces women to compete with men in their own sporting events. And finally, there are no religious exemptions. Even your church will be vulnerable. We want you to sign a petition against this today at PrayInJesusName.org. Click on PrayInJesusName.org. There's a row of petitions there. Look for the one called Equality. We will send it to Congress sign up today. You know, I've been doing a lot of praying and for years I've been teaching about the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Now, what really happened on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter two? Why did the disciples receive the power from God to do Christian ministry? And how can you experience the baptism in the Holy Spirit for your own power ministry? This is a five part teaching newly available. We just put this out. Part one is the baptism in the Holy Spirit, how to receive the power of God in your life. Then we go into part two, the gifts, the power gifts of the Holy Spirit. Part three is every instance we could find of speaking in tongues throughout church history. It's not an old gift, it's for you today. And also we have interviews with Charles Johnson and Lana Heightley. I wanna encourage you to get this product when you visit our our website, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the online bookstore at the top of the page, PrayInJesusName.org available for a suggested donation of $30. Or you can call us at 866-ObeyGod. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. This is a topic that uh, in the last century was responsible for up to 800 million Christians around the world experiencing the gift of tongues in their own private prayer life. How can you have powerful intercession in your prayer life with God? This will energize you as a Christian and it's all Bible based. This is real step-by-step instruction through the scriptures. We want you to have the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Before you even uh, begin to experience that, it might be important if you learn what the Bible says about that gift. Again, yours today for a do- suggested donation of $30. Get this product today at PrayInJesusName.org. Operators standing by at 866 GOD.
0: defending your religious freedom. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Joined now by our White House correspondent, Dr. Anthony Harper, who is via Skype from the White House. Anthony, we've been talking about the uh, diplomatic boycott of the Olympics. It's not a real boycott. America is still sending our Olympic athletes. But what did the Biden administration announce? Okay,
2: the Biden administration announced this diplomatic uh, boycott which I've actually been bringing that issue uh, up here quite a bit, but the dip- diplomatic boycott is not a really serious uh, boycott, and it really hasn't been addressed here, uh, Dr. Taps, regarding the forced sterilization and the organ harvesting that the Chinese Communist Party is doing to the people in the Chinese internment camp. Uh, very alarming, and uh, it, we recently we, we had a, a press conference regarding Russia, but China, and China's a threat, uh, their their, uh, human rights violations are much bigger national security problems to America.
1: So there are human rights violations by China, and yet they are hosting the Beijing Olympics. And this is usually, you know, a time of great celebration. The the Winter Olympics coming up in February would be, you know, a global festivity to celebrate our youth and, and our athletes and, and everybody comes together. And yet, China is committing mass genocide in some cases against the Uyghur Muslims in uh, Tibet and in the Western part of what they call China. Uh, and I'm I'm really wondering why we don't take a stronger stand. Is there something in the Biden, I know, the president is not going to show up and make speeches at the Olympics. That's something he might do if he were not doing a diplomatic boycott. But we're not recalling our embassy spokesmen. We're not recalling our ambassadors. We're just not going to send VIPs to the Olympics. Well, that's like, uh, you know, rich people are canceling their vacation. This is sort of a slap on the wrist. Well, it's, not
2: definitely, a, it's definitely not a real boycott of the Olympics. In light of what President Jimmy Carter did in 1980, a a real boycott of the Olympics in Moscow, where the athletes didn't go there, he made a very strong statement. Yeah, this administration is concerned about a compromise situation uh, with China, and that's why he's not tough on China. But uh, a lot of troubling issues regarding uh, this administration uh, about
1: human rights. Well, you've been there at the White House asking about human rights, and you've been asking specifically about China, about genocide, about, uh, you know, what are the things that you are asking and and what has been their response?
2: The response always has been to refer me to the State Department. I haven't heard back, no reply to my emails or phone calls, so I will be going there to the State Department in person. I'm trying to get an answer to the State Department regarding these human rights issues, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said that President Biden is very supportive of human rights. But the big issue of the top four human rights violations, uh, you know, that our audience sees is the, the killing of children and abortion and, and of course, Christian persecution, anti-Semitism and the Uyghurs, the, the treatment of the, the people in the Chinese internment camp. So we may have good news out of
1: Russia. I know that uh, President Biden met with Vlad Putin and they were. Uh, you know, trying to negotiate some kind of drawdown on the Ukraine border. Uh, reports had Russians, you know, thousands of soldiers amassing on the Ukraine border, and now that has sort of uh, dissipated. Or, or what are you
2: aware of? What are they talking about at that press conference you mentioned? Okay, the press conference, there, there really wasn't that many uh, troops, Russian troops on the Ukraine border. So all that was talked about at the press conference was was a matter of uh, an economic uh, economic impact on Russia that, that I was told by the press secretary that President Biden had a meeting with the uh, Russian President Putin, you know, telling him very clearly that there would be serious consequences economically, but no mention of a military uh, intervention in this matter.
1: So Ukraine is not a NATO ally, and they would not perhaps warrant military intervention or reciprocity by the United States not like we would for Poland for example um yeah. but uh, i am concerned about ukrainian human rights you know the ukrainians are beautiful people christian people and yet they are uh, intimidated and and have lost maybe a third of their country to the past uh, putin administration i know there's various iterations of what he's doing over there. Uh, Is there like a continued threat or is this something that only economic sanctions against Russia are going to help them back off?
2: Uh, I doubt, and and I think many might doubt that these economic uh, sanctions are really gonna get Russia to back down and and whether uh, President Biden would really follow through with economic sanctions and do something seriously about that. a lot of our readership. typically are weak leadership here in the White House.
1: Okay, last question, you yourself have, have run into uh, sort of a, a, a threat from the White House themselves. They issued a statement to you on White House letterhead that unless you either get the vaccine or pay for your own testing, thousands of dollars, uh, that you are going to lose your White House hard pass. Now you're an independent journalist and the White House memo that I read says, oh, they're willing to pay for COVID tests for all of the pool reporters, you know, CNN and, and ABC and everyone who's an important reporter gets free COVID tests every day at the White House paid for by the taxpayers. But independent reporters like you have to pay for your own tests or you will lose your hard pass. Uh, what, is, what are they telling you? That's a serious issue. That that is a threat to remove my press pass. We seem to have lost Dr. Anthony Harper in mid-sentence, and who knows what the White House is doing when they threaten to revoke your hard pass? They don't play. These people mean serious business. Actually, I think his battery just died. But let's take a short break, and uh, we'll have a word to conclude the show.
2: This is P I J N News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: I'm Dr. Chaps, Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now, there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows, like the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family, I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you. and your generosity, when you give through our ministry, is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God. Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. And help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals. And there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org and designate your gift to India Relief. Please give today.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: I wanna thank you for standing with us and watching PIJN News, but especially when you donate to help us, especially these holiday times, please visit PrayInJesusName.org. That's our website, PrayInJesusName.org. On the right-hand side, there's a button, Recurring Monthly Pledge, it's a special button. If you click that, you can set it and forget it for as little as $1 a month, you can become a regular sponsor of our program. Please donate, especially for your tax advantage before December 31st. Our phone number is 866-Obey-God. You can donate by phone, or if you just need prayer, we wanna pray with you, call us at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Maybe you've enjoyed our program and you're wondering, How can we support Dr. Chaps with our tithes and offerings? We've made it so easy right now. You don't even need to go to the website. Just use your smartphone and text the word donate to 720-573-0305. You don't even have to get out of your chair. Just pick up your smartphone right now and text the word donate to 720-573-0305 and you will help us bring you these programs. God bless you in Jesus name.